This is Mike Lodge. I am the business advisor. I'm glad that you're here with me again. Listen, it's a beautiful day out. It's a wonderful day out. In fact, it's all sunny, but it's in the 40s today in South Carolina. So what do you do? You stay warm. You try to stay as warm as you possibly can. I am happy, though, because when you look outside and you see... Everything's so brisk and clean, and the air is clean, and the everything's turning green. It makes life wonderful to look outside. I mean, it's it's a wonderful life. Listen, I wanted to go over some things with you, and I think that it's important that we understand that each and every single one of you, with the federal government and with most of the state governments in this nation, There is what is called the Bill of Rights, the Taxpayer Bill of Rights. And that is what protects you from a whole bunch of different things. And a lot of people don't understand that there is this Bill of Rights, and there's a lot of things that are in that that will protect you. And one of them, and I'm amazed that this even happened, but Congress asked the Internal Revenue Service to provide them with the tax documents of Donald Trump. Now, and what happened? It went to court and everything, and and yet the court said, yeah, you have to give, uh, the IRS has to give the tax returns to Congress. However, that's in violation of the Bill of Rights. And we should be afraid of that, because if we ever get a politician that's angry at us, they can do the same thing. Well, let's let's go and get his tax returns and let's broadcast it throughout the nation. Let's show how what a kind of an individual he is through his tax returns. Most people don't understand tax returns anyway. But there are always those devious people in the media that love to dig in there and they hire an accountant and they come in and they give their explanation of where it stands. Well, the tax returns are released, but they really didn't say anything. And I told them at the very beginning of this, this isn't going to tell you anything. You're not going to see all of the other businesses and corporations and LLCs and partnerships and everything that's out there. Because it's not reported on his personal income tax return. All you're going to see is what he gets in from all these uh, companies that he should be getting. There might be an LLC that's giving him a a K-1. It could be a whole bunch of different things. But you're not going to see much especially since they've been audited already, they're clean returns. But let's go through the Bill of Rights, because I think it's important that you understand what it's about. Okay, The first one, the right to be informed. So what that says is that taxpayers have the right to know what they need to do to comply with the tax laws. And tomorrow we're going to talk about compliance. Okay, But today we're going to talk about the Bill of Rights. They are entitled, you and I, are entitled to clear explanations of the laws in the IRS procedures in all tax forms, instructions, publications, notices, correspondence. But when you read through that, you get kind of kind of uh, mixed up, right? 
because they are written in legalistic terms and no one understands them. Sometimes even us in the tax profession, we don't know what they're talking about. So we have to get a we have to get an explanation from the Internal Revenue Service. And we have to fill out this form and send it in to get an opinion. So you have the right to be informed of IRS decisions about about your tax accounts and to receive clear explanations of the outcomes. So just remember you have the right to be informed. Demand to be informed in a nice way. Then the next one is a right to quality service. Taxpayers have the right to receive prompt, courteous, and professional assistance in their dealings with the Internal Revenue Service to be spoken to in a way that they can easily understand, to receive clear and and easily understandable communications from the IRS, and to speak to a supervisor about inadequate service. The other one is the right to pay no more no more than the correct amount of tax. Taxpayers have the right to pay only the amount of tax legally due, including interest and penalties, and to have the IRS apply all tax payments properly. Now, this year, interest and penalties went up. Internal Revenue Service raised them, so make sure you're in compliance. Now, you also have the right to challenge the IRS's position and to be heard. Taxpayers have the right to raise objections and provide additional documentation in response to formal IRS actions or respond or proposed actions to expect that the IRS will consider their timely objections. Now, that's the key word, timely. Make sure that when you get these letters that you know what the dates are that you have to comply with with a response so that you are timely. With your objections, timely, with your documentation, and so that it's promptly and fairly presented to the Internal Revenue Service. And to receive a response if the IRS does not agree with your position. Then you have the right to appeal an IRS decision in an independent forum. In fact, by the way, you can even ask for a mediator. If you want a mediator, they will send in a mediator and mediate this out. Excuse me. But taxpayers are entitled to a fair and impartial administrative appeal of most IRS decisions, including many penalties, and have the right to receive a written response regarding the Office of Appeals decision. Taxpayers generally have the right to take their cases to court if you want to, but you can also take it to mediation. The right to finality. Taxpayers have the right to know the maximum amount of time they have to challenge the IRS's position as well as the maximum amount of time the IRS has to audit a particular tax year or correct a tax debt. Taxpayers have the right to know when the IRS has finished an audit. And the right of privacy. Taxpayers have the right to expect that the IRS inquiry, examination, or enforcement action will comply with the law and be no more intrusive than necessary and will respect all due process rights, including search and seizure protections, and will provide, where applicable, a collection due process hearing. So you have that right to privacy. Right to confidentiality. Now, this is when we get into Trump. Taxpayers, they have the right 
to expect that any information they provide to the Internal Revenue Service will not be disclosed unless authorized by the taxpayer or by law. Now, there was no law that the Congress went by, okay? Taxpayers have the right to expect appropriate action will be taken against employees, return preparers, and other others who wrongfully use or disclose taxpayer return information. You have the right to retain representation. You have the right to fair and just tax system. So you have a taxpayer bill of rights. <clears throat> Most of the states have the same thing going on. California has it. Pennsylvania has it. A whole bunch of other states have this bill of rights. Make sure that you go online and research what this Bill of Rights covers. If you're in an IRS position uh, where they're auditing you, or they're asking you for documentation, or they're having a kind of a non-professional conversation with you, it happens every once in a while. Most of the internal revenue agents I have worked with have been highly professional, except for one where I sent a one of my accountants into the Internal Revenue Service. I don't know what he did. He accidentally touched her, and she blew up and said, Don't you touch me. Don't you touch me. That's sexual harassment. So sometimes you get a nutty one, too. And that's with every business, right? You get a nutty, a nutty professor. But most of the time, the Internal Revenue Service has been highly professional. And I have always enjoyed working with them because I haven't had any bad IRS agents that I've had to deal with. And I haven't had any bad state agents. Uh, They were very pleasant. They were very professional. Sometimes they went a little too far and we had to bring them back by going into administrative law judge and to bring them back. But sometimes you get an unprofessional individual. Just like in every profession, you get an unprofessional individual. And you can ask the Internal Revenue the the IRS, to, hey, can we remove that person? Sometimes they won't do it, but ask to be removed because you're not being treated fairly or professionally. Just like in every business, we have good ones and we have bad ones. So you know your Bill of Rights. You know what your rights are as a taxpayer. Make sure that you are protected. Make sure you understand that. Make sure that that's important to you, that you're protected in every single way when you're dealing with a tax authority, from the Internal Revenue Service down to the state level. Now, I want to mention one other thing, and a lot of you are are going to have your tax preparers start working on your tax returns very soon. But make sure that they have a security policy in place that's protecting, protecting your tax data. Remember, when you go to your tax preparer, they have every bit of your information, from your child's information, social security numbers, bank information, everything. It's all there in that tax return. Make sure that when you, and I say this every single year, so this is probably nothing new to a lot of you, 
But make sure that your tax practitioner, the tax practitioner's office, has a very clear security policy on how they are treating your data, how they are securing your data. Because to a crook, your information is gold to them. So make sure that they have a security program in place in case there should be a breach. What happens? When will you be notified? The Federal Trade Commission and also the Internal Revenue Service require that all tax preparers have a data security policy in place. And it should be on their website. In fact, it needs to be on their website by law. Listen, if you have any questions, send me a text. Well, not a text, but an email. And you can do that to the business advisor at zmail.com. I got a new one. It's through my Zoom. Zoom now provides email service. Really cool. So again, that's the business advisor at zmail.com. And if you want to go to my website and book some time with me, confidentially, of course, go to www.lodge-co.com. All this information is down below in the meat, in the meat of this podcast. So now we've talked about the Bill of Rights, Taxpayer Bill of Rights, and we've talked about the confidentiality of your tax data. Now you know what to do. It's in your hands. As taxpayers, you have the responsibility to make sure that you are protected at all times. This is Mike Lodge. Let's listen to just a little bit of jazz. Talk with you soon. Bye-bye.